Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Rootspace Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into the concerns for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter, Tim815, on the Anchor Contest Line, or on my Facebook, Pre-Arb Excellence Group. Well, uh, thanks for stopping by for today's episode, Friday night, opening night, and ask me questions if I was confusing. Friday night, opening night, is Friday, February 18th. That is when Division I baseball games start. Tonight was a Saturday, two weeks before. And there's a game with Cam Collier, a highly regarded junior college uh, player, junior college prospect, that may well be under consideration for selection by the Cubs at 1.7. He was in a game that had a decent opposition, and he has a decent teammate. So there was some very, um, there were some very uh, highly ranked scouts, highly rated scouts at the game, assessing the game. Really, though, I wasn't up for it. I just wasn't up for it because when you're dealing with a junior college game, it was, I think, Perfect Game Network. Really, I want to have game audio going. Game audio going. I'm going to lay down. I'm going to have game audio going, and if I fall asleep, then I fall asleep, and I probably needed a nap anyway. If I stay awake and learn some stuff, then I learn some stuff, and that's cool, too. I really don't want to have, ooh, here's a game, and I'm going to be watching it, I'm going to be paying complete attention to the ball game on my phone screen. Nah, really nah. I want to have someone who is a baseball announcer, announcing a baseball game, and I'm listening to the baseball game, and I'm learning stuff, or I'm falling asleep. Either or. On February 18th, there will be that opportunity for scads of games, scads of games across the country. And by the looks of it, if I'm even a decent baseball weatherman, I can tell you, There's probably not going to be a whole lot of Major League Baseball activity going on on February 18th that will be more compelling as far as long-term assessments than the ballgames. I've gone to D1 Baseball and their scoreboard, which is fantastic. And I have the games for Friday the 18th of February. Queued up, I'm going to go down the list of the top 25 games, run them by you a little bit, and I'll let you try to decide which games make the most sense to you from your perspective. Now, by saying top 25, I'm not dismissing the fact that there will be some other games outside of the top 25 that will probably also be compelling, worth listening to, etc., etc., etc. And if you have your own team, then you may say, hey, wait a minute, we're outside of the top 25. We should be, cons- yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a game, though. Have a game. If you want to listen to or watch a D1 baseball game on February 18th, do it. Go ahead. 
get ready for it. And then Saturday the 19th and Sunday the 20th, continue on. Because there will be games. There will be games regardless whether there's a lockout or not. So let's go down the list of some of the games. I like, well, I prefer when I know, or reasonably well know, when a game is, a, is going to start. College games tend to be more, well, we're planning on starting the game at 3 o'clock. But if there's weather on the way, you might want to check because we might adjust the starting time. That never happens really in baseball at the major league level. I guess, you know, the, you might have a team, we're going to start this 6 o'clock game at 5.30 because there is potential weather. There might be a half hour adjustment or so. But all things considered, at the major league level, when you're talking about moving 30,000, 40,000 people, you're not going to start a 6 o'clock game at 3. In college, that happens. That happens. You have your schedule all set. It's all printed out. But all of a sudden, this little weather, this little weather occurrence shows up. You know, we're going to get wet. If we wait until 6 o'clock first pitch, we're going to get wet. We're not going to get the game in. So instead of starting the game at 6, we're going to start the game at 2. Please make a note of it. But most of the games have starting times listed of the games for February 18th. And those are the games that most intrigue me because... They have starting times, and I know when I am basing stuff on. There are two games at the top, Rice versus number one Texas. The time to be announced, Tw number 24 Long Beach State at Mississippi State, who is number four, is also to be announced. Now, with two um, ranked teams, that would be a very compelling game to watch, regardless if you are a specific fan of Long Beach State or Mississippi State or not, because, hey, that's two ranked teams. There's going to be some level of quality there. Probably it might be interesting. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll see when it plays, and we will see if it jumps onto my board of games that I'm interested in following, games I am highlighting. 2 o'clock, New Mexico versus Oregon State in Surprise, Arizona. Now, for me, that seems a perfectly good spot to open up a college baseball season for me because there doesn't look to be anything else much going on before that. If I see there's an 11 o'clock game, that has, you know, like Florida Gulf Coast or whatever. Yeah, I, I might flip it on. I might flip it on. But New, New Mexico against Oregon State, I'm quite familiar with the announcing crew from Oregon State. They generally do a very good job. New Mexico has talent year in, year out. Um, I would imagine Oregon State would probably win, possibly even comfortably. But as far as it being a compelling game, yeah, sure, for an opener, why not? Since nothing else apparently seems to be going on that is that essential, yeah, okay, 
I can start there. Other two o'clock games. Um, Albany at Georgia. I love Georgia's announcing crew for baseball. Albany at Georgia does not sound even remotely compelling to me. Georgia probably wins that one 7-1 to one because Albany probably hasn't been playing outside. Georgia probably has been. Georgia's probably about ready to go. Albany is taking batting practice inside a gym somewhere. And they... Uh, New Mexico, Oregon State would be a much more compelling matchup to me. So my dial will probably be turned initially to the Oregon State matchup. 3 o'clock p.m. Evansville, North Carolina. If this were a mid-April game, that'd be fascinating because Evansville is one of those teams that is often a lot better than their name sounds. Um... North Carolina, North Carolina State has uh, Trot Nixon's kid. Trot Nixon's kid is with North Carolina State, which makes North Carolina State worth inter uh, worth paying attention to. Um, NC State, I will get NC State eventually covered, probably fairly well. I don't think an Evansville matchup in February will be the best test of how good Evansville is. I'll probably still be sticking with the New Mexico-Oregon State game, at least through the 3 o'clock games, because Evansville at NC State is the 3 o'clock games. 4 o'clock, Arizona-Kansas State. Arizona has, was it Daniel Sussex? I think it's Daniel Sussex. Uh, it is Sussex. He has a brother. He has a brother who's already in Major League Baseball, and the younger brother is, in Arizona, is at Arizona Kansas State, I don't know if you know this, but Jordan Wicks came from Kansas State, so they occasionally at least have some somewhat adequate talent. Arizona, Kansas State at 4 o'clock. Yeah, that's kind of remotely interesting. Uh, State Farm College Baseball Showdown in Arlington, Texas. For some reason, I think I might mention that again at some point a bit later in this discussion, but Arizona, Kansas State, by 4 p.m., that very well might be a game I might be very definitely interested in. 4 o'clock still. VMI Duke. Duke usually worth following. VMI, one of those schools that they're probably a little bit better at baseball than you might think. Um, I'll probably be paying attention to Arizona, Kansas State regardless. But if you are into... Duke, feel free. Knock yourself out. Four o'clock still. Wright State. Wright State is one of those schools that um, they're in they're in a two-team conference, basically. Wright State and UIC in the Horizon Conference. Both are good schools as far as baseball. Wright State is usually better. Um, Brewers got a guy in first round, second round. Black, Joe Black, was it? Um, out of Wright State last cycle. Wright State, good school for good, though not necessarily elite, baseball players. They're playing Georgia Tech, who has Kevin Parada. Yeah, that'd probably be a good game to follow. 
I think I'll probably be elsewhere, but if everything else boils away and I'm forced to listen to Wright State Georgia Tech, yeah, that'll work. Uh, four o'clock, Bryant versus East Carolina. I, I, I don't know if you're hearing this, but there are sirens going off. There are sirens going off. There are sirens going off. East Carolina playing. Woohoo! Um, Carson Wisenhunt probably would be pitching. Woohoo! Probably be drafted in the 12 through 18 range. Woohoo! Left hander knows how to change speeds. Very much interested in Carson Wisenhunt. I will probably listen to a whole bunch of Carson Wisenhunt games this season. This game will probably not be one of them because the timing isn't right. And uh, Bryant is actually a fun school to follow. They are very much, how would I put it? They, uh, if you like the offensive angle of contemporary baseball, drawing lots of walks, running up pitch counts, all that kind of stuff, if you're into that, Bryant, probably your kind of team. They do that very muchly, and they do it rather well for a very, 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 very northern school, Smithfield, Rhode Island. Bryant is a much better school at baseball than you might expect. If you had to pick a school out of the northeastern portion of the USA and you were not allowed to choose like Boston College, Bryant might be the best one to go with. Might be, might be, might be, might be. I don't think this will be a game I will listen to, but if I end up having to listen to it, well, then so be it. Uh, four o'clock still. Illinois against Arkansas. Do, 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 do. Illinois State. Um, above average team. Around average team. Slightly below average team. Somewhere in that range. And they're playing at Arkansas. Arkansas might win these three games on the average uh, 17 to 4. But Arkansas is fun to follow. They have a whole bunch of power hitters and average hitters. Bob Moore will probably be a first-round draft pick. They'll have a whole bunch of pitchers throwing 95-96. Yeah, Arkansas is kind of fun to follow. Illinois State at some point might be worth listening to. Illinois State, Arkansas at 4 o'clock on Friday. First game of the year, probably lambs being led to a slaughter, but sometimes you get that. 4.30, Georgia Southern versus Tennessee. Tennessee was supposed to be a very strong pitching team this year, except all of their pitchers are breaking. Georgia Southern, any of those schools in Athens, any of those schools in Atlanta, they can play. They can flat out play. Tennessee is going to have to show up and play well to get the three wins that series. It's not going to be granted to them. They're going to have to show up. They're going to have to represent. They're going to have to play well to have success. Tennessee is one of my defaults. I probably will not be closely following that game, but I'll have an idea what's going on because Tennessee games, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of biased toward them. 5 o'clock, Charlotte, uh, Char Charleston Southern, whose school I apparently don't know how to pronounce, Charleston Southern, Ole Miss. 
Well, this sounds like a slap. <laughs> Ole Miss will probably win this one comfortably. Uh, I say now. Um, I don't think I will put a whole lot of priority on this game. There's probably going to be some stuff already going. There's going to be stuff that I will want to be listening to shortly thereafter. Ole Miss, I'll get to them eventually. SEC schools are worth following. SEC schools hosting Charleston Southern, possibly not a must view. Possibly, possibly. Uh, five o'clock. Cal State Fullerton, Stanford. Cal State Fullerton always has a team worth paying attention to. I'm convinced they could be seven and twenty-three, and you could still be looking at the team saying, you know, this team's got some really good talent on it. Cal State Fullerton always has good baseball players on it. Cal State Fullerton, you can probably find a guy or two or three or four that, yeah, this guy probably ought to get drafted. Um, Stanford, number six in the country, has an outfielder, Brock Jones. I think it's Brock Jones. I don't talk about him much because he's in that, let's see, that nether range of he'll probably go somewhere between, I don't know, 14 and 30. So he's a good player, but if he's going to go somewhere between 14 and 30, he's probably not going to get selected by the Chicago Cubs. So I can do a whole lot of effort on researching Brock Jones, or I can say, you know what, Brock Jones, he's probably a really good player, but the Cubs aren't going to draft him, so I'm not going to do a whole lot of research on researching Brock Jones because I'm more interested in players that might make sense as far as what makes sense for the Cubs. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps he has a bit of a slack season, dips down to the Cubs' availability at in the second round. The Cubs decide to snap him up, and people say, so since you've been paying so much attention to Brock Jones from Stanford, what do you think of him now? And then I would have to say, unless I start listening to Stanford games and doing some research on Brock Jones, well, actually, I didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to him. Um, but yeah, Cal State, Fullerton, Stanford, would make sense. That would probably be a very educational, entertaining, informative game. As to whether I will listen to that one specifically or not, based on games that have started before and games that are starting after, probably not. 5.30 Central Time. Number seven, Oklahoma State. Number three, Vanderbilt. Yeah, that'll work. Um... Vanderbilt's shortstop, Carter Young, is going to be one of the names that is discussed for the Cubs at 1.7. I'm not going to say this will be my primary listen for the night. In fact, it probably won't be. It probably won't be, but possibly it should be because I need to have more Carter Young information than I have, and opening night would be a good night to do that. And against Oklahoma State, I probably learned something about Carter Young, a middle infielder, junior, kind of, uh, oh, geez, who do I even want to? Solid defensively, solid offensively, not that much power. Fairly good at pretty much everything, not elite at too much of anything. And I don't know if that's what you want at 1.7, but if you want a guy who's going to be uh, 
uh, what, a switch hit version of Nico Horner, possibly? Maybe? A little bit? Possibly a bit more power? Uh, yeah. Check in on Carter Young. Check in on Carter Young if there is a game with Vanderbilt going on and you don't have another game going on that interests you because the Major League games are being locked out. Vanderbilt, Carter Young, yeah, worth a follow. Okay, so that's a 5.30 game. 6 o'clock, now the sirens are going off very loudly. James Madison with Chase DeLauder at Florida State. There is my must-follow game of the night. James Madison at Florida State. Listen, 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 listen. All three of the Florida State starters for that series are worth paying attention to. Chase DeLauder is also worth listening to. After said game, you'll probably have more information on Chase DeLauder than I do now. Then you'll have another game on Saturday between the two, and then you'll have another game on Sunday between the two. You will have scads of Chase DeLauder information. If you listen to that game or watch that game, follow that game, however you that game. So most of my following attention on Friday night will be James Madison versus Florida State. Everything else, okay, now the Florida State-James Madison game, that's the one that's important. Everything else, what else fits in alongside of that? 6.30, Liberty, Florida. Florida will win. Florida has very good players, very good pitchers. Judd Fabian in center field. Florida's the better team. 7 o'clock, <laughs> San Diego State, TCU. TCU is a good follow. TCU is a very good follow. I, frankly, right now, I don't know who. I don't know who they have. TCU is a good follow. They've got good hitters. They've got good pitchers. They've got good pretty much everything. They're a good follow. If you want a game that would be really compelling, really compelling, here's one that would be a gem. Number 20, UC Irvine at Louisiana. When a 20th school goes on the road to a school like Louisiana, see, what is that, Louisiana Lafayette? Um, those are interesting because if the rated team wins, then probably the rated team had a guy who went off. You can say, wow, that team is really good. Or if the home team ends up winning, then somebody on the home team went off. You say, wow, that guy might be worth following. Very compelling. When you have a 20th ranked, 21st ranked team going on the road against a team like a Louisiana, who's probably a lot better at baseball than you might think, that tends to be a rather compelling matchup. 7 p.m. Towson against Miami. Towson generally struggles. Miami generally pretty good. I think there are a couple of other games that I will probably have a bit more of a pulse on than Towson Miami. 7 o'clock Manhattan Notre Dame. Manhattan Notre Dame. I think there are probably a few other games I will be paying a little bit more close of attention to than Manhattan at Notre Dame. 6.30 p.m. Maine at LSU. LSU is a fascinating team to watch. 
Jacob Berry, Dylan Cruz. They got a whole bunch of other players, too. I don't even know who all they got. Um, Maine. Maine generally has a better team than you would expect. But Maine at LSU, probably, 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 probably not going to be all that compelling as far as close. Uh, 6.30, no, 7.30, Southeastern Missouri State, SEMO. Southeastern Missouri State against Dallas Baptist. That should be a, that could actually be a really good game. Dallas Baptist, 22. Uh, Southeastern Missouri State, a very good baseball program. Um, 7.30, I think I'm still probably going to be paying attention to Chase DeLauder by then. Uh, but at some point, I might get over to that game, check it out. Dallas Baptist usually has some players of interest. Dallas Baptist, the Cubs know they exist. If there's a guy in Dallas Baptist that the Cubs scouts really dig, that might be a game where you're listening to a future Cub. Um, 8 p.m. Central Time, Michigan at Texas Tech. We have a Jace Young sighting. 8 p.m. Uh, State Farm College Baseball Showdown, Arlington, Texas. When you see 8 o'clock in a game where there are three games in the day, we're talking about the third game. When they say 8 o'clock, 8 o'clock becomes 9.30 really quick if one game goes 11 innings. So don't necessarily believe the 8 o'clock. It could be 8. It could be later than that. Or there could be weather. You know, you can never tell in February. Um, Michigan, Texas Tech, very strong possibility. I will be dipping in on that and following that for much of the rest of the night. Um, not listed in the top 25, anything involving Cal Poly. Not sure who they have that they're playing, but I've looked it up. I've seen it but it hasn't registered yet. Uh, Cal Poly games, worth checking in on. Uh, Virginia Tech games, worth listening to. Brooks Lee is the reason that you want to check out Cal Poly games. Their shortstop, he's definitely worth paying attention to. Um, Gavin Cross, outfielder for Virginia Tech, why you would be interested in Virginia Tech games. Um, But yeah, there's a little bit of a some of the games that are going on on February 18th. And where my tune-in will probably be listening to games, hopefully adding information, hopefully learning stuff, hopefully gleaning stuff, and potentially, possibly, maybe even sharing information with you. Thanks for stopping by for today's podcast. And I will have another podcast up soon.